Welcome to the Profitable Cleaner Podcast. Join your hosts, James Harper and Angel Sandoval, bringing you the experts, discussions, and knowledge you want. We talk about sales, technology, marketing, operations, strategy, leadership, mindset, health, God, and so much more. Now, are you ready to profit? All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Profitable Cleaner Back on, I don't want to call it season two, but it's just the rebranding. And today we got an awesome, awesome guest. He's been a guest before, but as you guys know, the first episodes, we're getting everyone that's going to get involved in our Cleaning Profits 2.0, the statement. And this man right here, he's going to be one of our leaders for the roundtable and our expert panel, Mr. Mike Sashuk. How are you, sir? How's your day going? I am phenomenal. Fantastic. I woke up above uh, ground, so all is good. Thank you very much for asking, and I trust everything's good for yourself, Angel and James, and everyone else out there in the uh, podcast land. In the podcast land. He's not wrong about that. <laughs> I, you know, um, when you, you got to meet this man. Every time we talk to him, it's you know, there's passion, there's energy, um, and He's been in the industry for how, how long have you been in the industry? What, what, how long have you, has it been, Mike? Uh, let, let's just say over 30 years in, in, the, in the industry, the professional cleaning industry. And, and, and I think a difference, Angel, is, it's from different um, um, you know, verticals. You know, I've mm. you know, worked with distribution. I've worked with chemical, cleaning chemical manufacturers. Some of them were small. Some of them were multi-billion dollar operations. I've worked with cleaning operations, both BSCs and in-house. And, I've also spent some time with a, a certification body, a body that goes out and certifies products are proven safer for people um, in the environment, um, you know, and the, the people being the users and as well as everyone else, occupants and visitors to that facility. So I've been blessed with able to have different areas, but it's all within that professional cleaning industry and, and made a lot of good friends and, and, and seen a lot of great people in the industry and just want to be able to give back. And that, that's what I was about to uh, uh, get into here. I mean, somebody with your knowledge, your expertise, your credibility, um, the money you've made, the people you've helped, the companies you've been involved with. Um, it's so interesting that when you start an event and you start a podcast, how surprising it is that people really do want to serve and give back and, and really level up the people, the next ones in the industry, right? The, what it's called, like the next not even the next generation, if we all say the next generation, but it's the current generation, right? So it's it's uh, it's fun to see that you want to give back, and we're super excited to have you in our event, man. Um, for those that don't know you, can you give us like a quick 10, 20-second synopsis on who Mike is? Well, Mike Sawchuk, uh, I've been in the professional cleaning industry, as Angel said, uh, approximately 30 years. Uh, very diverse. I, I've worked uh, in in all sectors, being in distribution, manufacturing, and and, and providing service. And and, and what I've now have done last couple of years is focus on the consulting side. I have a consulting operation uh, for all, all those sectors, as well as developing courses. And and one course I put together is allowing cleaning operations, both in-house and BSCs, to uh, get the information, learn. And then given a tool, the assessment sheet to apply it, look under the hood of their own operation, and then be able to come back and say, here's how they compare in over 140 considerations to uh, others to 
Are, are they best in class? Are they above average, average, below average? And really understanding what, where, why improvements can be made. So if they are sincere about wanting to, to, to um, improve the results, lo including lowering overall uh, uh, costs, uh, they know, here's where I am. And it's so important. You don't know how to get someplace. I don't know how to get to Denver um, or the direction of the pathway for me to get to Denver from Miami will be different than it is from, from Anchorage, Alaska. So you really got to understand where are we, know where you want to go in order to develop that uh, plan. So that's really consulting side and, and the education side, helping, again, service providers um, uh, on the education side, in-house and BSCs, and then on the consulting, it'd be manufacturers, distribution, uh, as well as service, and customize it for them. Because, uh, you know, I've got the leadership, uh, thought, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the development, business development side, operations side. So it's really bringing something a little bit different to what they want. If they have a problem, I'm the type of guy who says, yeah, I could help you out, or, or no, that's not for me. That I don't have that expertise, and here's who I would recommend. But uh, it's really being able to give back and, and help sh someone shorten their learning curve because we're all going to learn. They're going to learn it eventually, but if we could save time or, or save them money by learning it quickly or more quickly, then it, it uh, is a value um, that I enjoy providing. I love it. <clears throat> I think that's, uh, I think your expertise, Mike, you're one of the, the few people on here that really on our first podcast dove so incredibly deep on the operation side. I remember walking away from that podcast thinking, holy cow, like we just did an hour long podcast and we didn't scratch the surface, which is why we're, I, I personally, I don't know, Angel too, is so excited to have you at our Cleaning Profits 2.0 event here in September. I just think having access to you and then your knowledge and hands-on ability to roll out your expertise and your strategies in front of a group that's going to be there is going to be awesome. I want to bring up one thing real fast. And I actually, I did something kind of interesting uh, this morning. I went back and listened to some of our first podcasts. And again, I was just like, holy cow, Mike went so in detail and deep on the operational side of things. Um, we say a lot on this show, like, okay, hey, you don't differentiate yourself by the standard of your cleaning. You differentiate yourself by the relationships you have, by the people that work for you, how you go about conducting business. I truly believe that's what you sell with. That's what you move forward with. But the other end of the stick is you still have to provide a great, great product at the end of the day, a great cleaning. Cause if you don't have that, you're, you're dead in the water. You hit on a topic that probably needs to be talked about more, at least on our show, quality assurance and how you had a quality assurance program and how you've implemented that just maybe in two minutes or less here, because this is fresh on my mind. I just got done listening to this show earlier today. What does quality assurance mean to you? And where do, where do companies really miss the mark on that, Mike? Well, thank you very much, James. Uh, great question. Great question. Uh, uh, and again, I, I, I criticize uh, for uh, people say, Mike, you're intimidating. You know, they want to help me out. But they said, Mike, you're so intimidating. You just sort of blow over people with your with your passion and your and your knowledge. And, and it may not, uh, you know, sit well with them. People are almost um, a little bit afraid. But uh, so it's the approach I'm going to be using at your event is saying, hey, 
It's, I'm not coming there with a canned presentation. Whatever they want to discuss, whatever their questions, concerns are, whatever their frustrations are, that's what I'll be. I'll be fluid and flexible to really make it that they're the customer. They're coming to the event to learn as much in a short time as possible. They're there for a couple of days. They're in my roundtable for a session. Uh, so it's not going to be about me or what I offer. It's, hey, tell me what your problem is. The quicker you get to it, the quicker I can give a solution. Quality assurance is something that that uh, is rampant in our industry. Every cleaner says, oh, we provide great service. We provide great cleaning results. But how do they know? You know, and, and most of them aren't even measuring anything. You know, and, and, and many that do, they walk around with a little checklist and it's a visual smell check. Yeah, that looks clean to me. So they're not cleaning for health. They're cleaning for appearance. And, you know, I don't smell in malodor, so it must be clean. So I boil it down to verification and, and validation. And I think really what we need to start off with, if you are a cleaner, uh, what gets measured gets done. So you really need to uh, think of yourself, James and, and Angel, like a, a pilot of a 747. And you're flying hundreds of people uh, to this Denver, Colorado event. And what the pilots do, they're not micromanaging. They're sitting there with this dashboard of lights. They have their KPIs, speed, uh, you know, their uh, the, the altitude, et cetera. And if something goes wrong, they make adjustments. And that's what we need to do in in um, in, in business and cleaning operations, BSCs or in-houses. Have the KPIs, know what's important, measure to them. You sit back and say, okay, you measure, you record, you report, you put it on some sort of dashboard. Now you can see, is it trending upwards or trending downwards? So that overall is quality assurance that you know what KPIs to measure and you're measuring it. And then the validation comes by is, is different. The verification is saying, are we accomplishing what we want? And I'm, I'm in cleaning. Yeah, it could be the checklist. That's better than nothing. So some operations have nothing and they're using what I call BS. They're just bull, you know, BSing their way to, oh, yeah, we have provide a good, clean results. Some are using a checklist. Some are using fluorescent markers. Some are using ATP readings. Some are using fluorescent imaging, and there's different technology within each. Some are using a combination, ATP and fluorescent imaging, in order to not penalize the cleaners, but to help develop a, a training program saying, here's the results, here's how we can improve. So verification is what results are we accomplishing? And the better the evidence-based data uh, supports that, the better the, your verification. So I'm a big believer of having evidence-based data. Validation is one step above. Is it what are we really trying to accomplish? Whoever put the, the RFP, what they really want is a clean, safe, healthy building at the lowest overall cost. They really don't want to get in the weeds and saying, are you scrubbing and recoding every three months or every six months? Are you cleaning these facilities or what frequencies, et cetera? What they're really interested in, are you providing me a clean, safe, healthy building at the lowest overall cost? And that really is what you said, having the right people that are empowered, engaged, that they want to serve, they want to do a good job. You're using the right products with the right technologies, combined right procedures, and then they they, they have this environment that um, uh, that people have this true north where we're all in step with one. And that really is a combination of validation of, of your meeting the expectations uh, of your client and the verification of uh, what your results are. But what most importantly is, is not what it is, is what are you doing, how are you acting upon that data to be constantly curious and constantly driving improvements. And that's what's going to separate 
um, and disrupt some some companies that they're they're going to find how could this other company do a better job at a cheaper price than we are, because they're they're investing in their people and their products and technologies. So I have a, I have a question there. Um, would you say then, because some people listening to this, and this is where my brain went, and obviously I don't own a commercial cleaning company, but I feel like after interviewing so many and being basically doing this every day, would, would it be safe to assume, do a lot of people assume that implementing technology, like what you said, for quality assurance, automatically my brain goes into, it's expensive. And if it's expensive, then can that actually help me bring down my costs? Or would it not? Not all technology needs to be uh, expensive. Uh, but but the whole idea with technology is that it that it does a couple of things. It one improves consistency. So if you did it, I did it, or James did it, and we're using the right technology, the results should be the same. It's not that oh, I am using. Uh, paper cloths and you're using cotton cloths and James using microfiber cloths. So you're going to have uh, inconsistency there. Um, if you're using <clears throat> uh, disinfectant trigger sprayers, how much do you spray versus someone that's using a electrostatic sprayer? But the technology is if you buy buckets, okay? <clears throat> if you're using a single bucket, single compartment bucket, I argue you're not cleaning. You're polluting. You're polluting. So there's that validation. The facility says, I want you to clean my facility. I want you to clean my bathrooms. So what do you got? Joe, uh, you know, cleaning operation walks in there with this mop and bucket with a cleaning solution <clears throat> into this multi-stall, multi-urinal men's room. And what's on the floor? Urine. And so now they take their mop and they squeeze it out. So there's, it's not even a wet mop. It's almost, you know, basically a damp mop. And what they're doing isn't picking up soil. They're moving the soil from corner to corner, from corner to corner. All four corners is now got this even distribution of, of urine. They put it into the mop bucket, the single point, they flush it out, and they put their dirty mop back into that dirty solution, and they continue cleaning. So it's one step forward, say, hey, guys, when you buy another bucket, move to a dual bucket at least. That's better than your single compartment bucket. So it doesn't have to be that i got to move to a, you know, a huge auto scrubber, but you know, better yet, move to one of those of systems that sprays and agitates and 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 uh, uh, vacs and dries all in one operation. There's so many of them, different manufacturers out there that are that you're going to be able to improve your cleaning results. I'm going to get a higher level of cleaning. I'm not polluting. I'm actually removing soils and pathogens and disposing them in their safe and proper spot. That's what the definition of cleaning is. I'm not polluting, moving soils and pathogens from corner to corner. So technology um, uh, can improve your productivity, can improve your efficiency. Those two things will lower your overall cost. That's why we talk about overall cost. Yeah, maybe this um, uh, spray and vac and dry system is more expensive than a mop and bucket. But if you look at if we're able to clean four or five times faster and you look at what are you paying your labor, you're paying them 15 bucks an hour, $20 an hour, and I could do that five times faster with my piece of equipment, that you're now shifting costs. So the overall technology will help you lower overall costs when selected properly. It'll help you improve productivity, effectiveness, efficiency, and consistency. So uh, technology can impact so many different areas. So it's that horse with blinders on, they're looking at the cost, but they don't understand that 
overall costs will come down, but more importantly, your 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 results will improve because your your effectiveness, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and the efficiency and productivity and consistency of that will be so much more improved. And then all of a sudden, if you're a contract cleaner, you're going to be able to say, hey, I, I could do that cheaper than somebody else. So it's not like that race to zero. They just know how to how to clean. So they're investing in in the products and the technologies and product and, and then put it all together with the right procedures uh, as well as the other parts. And so it's not uh, a low cost provider. They're, they're, they're low cost because they've invested um, in the right technology. And you're going to find that they're you know what, making a lot of money. There's a lot of good BSCs out there with 5,000, 10,000 employees, and they're doing a, a job much, much better than some of the BSCs that are, five employees or 25 employees, 100 employees. So common sense is, how could that be? You think the owner of that company with only five people or, or 50 people should do a much better job. And, and, and they're not compared to this other company, but it, it's it's really those systems, those that dashboard of that 747 you guys are flying, it's all in place that they're looking at their product procedures, protocols and policies. They're looking at their people. They're looking at their leadership. And um, it's like we... You know, I, I say all the time, a change is strong as weakest link. So if we're pulling in a chain. James and I have a chain, and it, we're all focused. Oh, look how good I am here and how good I am here. They're focusing on what they're good at. But what determines the strength of a chain, what will determine the strength of a cleaning operation is their weakest link. So if you are weakest in your your, your people that, um, you know, that, that they don't care attitude or you get a high turnover and it costs, how much does it cost you to advertise, to recruit, to train, to onboard? All those costs goes into that. If I was able to have say, hey, I'm I'm able to keep my employees longer and my employees are truly better, I, yeah, my, my, my cost of per employee per hour may be higher, but my overall costs are lower. So what determines overall operations is your weakest link. And those links are, there's many because there's well over 140 different easy considerations to look at and that's where the triggers come identify what's my current weak link fix it now what's my new weak link fix it so it has to be mm. that two traits curiosity you know and, and then the second thing is wanting to always drive improvement i, I will say because i know james is about to step in i just want to say one thing and then i'll hand it over it's not really i won't ask anything don't worry um i the more I hang out with larger BSCs and people that really know their numbers, their structures, their policies, their procedures, is the oh, what I've learned. I've learned both. I've learned the opposite. So, like some companies that don't really know, like you said, they don't know really where they're at. They're always just looking at gross margin or gross profit when they're trying to close a contract, but they don't take in consideration productivity. They don't take in consideration all the other departments where you can get some money from here and use it here. Like they don't understand the whole picture. The bigger, not even the bigger the BSC, but the smarter the leadership is and they understand what game they're playing. It's it's impressive to see kind of like what you were saying. Like it might be a big investment in the front with the tools, but it's like, it doesn't have to be crazy technology. And it also gives you consistency. It makes things scalable. And it, and it keeps everyone the same, right? And then you can start gaining profitability as you go. Like it's a long-term thinking and they're measuring every single data point or that matters, every right. single data Evidence. point that matters. Exactly. And I think what you nailed something there, Angel, is 
It has to be a business objective. You just don't implement technology for ego's sake. Hey, they have this uh, robotics or electrostatic sprayer. I need to get one uh, to keep up with mm -hmm. uh, you know the Joneses. No, you need to understand my operation. What's my current business objective? And I, it could be a frustration, a problem, etc. Uh, it, it could be that I need to to increase productivity. I may need to increase uh, cleaning effectiveness. I don't know what it is, and it varies. It varies by company. It varies by situation. But you start off with what is your business objective, and then you look at what are the available technologies, and there could be different technologies to address that. And then within each of the technology, there could be multiple of uh, uh, products or competitors and you just got to really drill down so uh, i recently did an article how to best pick those uh, uh technologies and those manufacturers but i'm a big believer of hands-on site-specific get that get it into your place don't listen to salesmen because salesmen typically are, are all this and they don't have the facts they don't have that evidence-based data you want to say okay that's nice but i want you to come to my place I want my cleaners to be using that equipment. I want my cleaners to be able to, to weigh in, et cetera. So it's my type of flooring substrates. It's my type of soils. It's my type of soil loads. And I want to do side by side. So if it's doing robotic, that's nice. Uh, Mr. Brand X, you come here and learn your robotic for half that aisle. And I'm going to have another robotic company do the other half. Could be the same day. It could be a different day. But I want to see side by side cleaning challenges on my specific site, because just because it works someplace else, it doesn't mean it's going to work my place because of my people, my uh, surfaces, my soil types, my soil loads, my frequencies that I have, uh, et cetera. But start off with a business objective and ensure, know your KPI, so you, you're going to measure it, measure the alternatives, and you, you pick the one that's best for you. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong because you're not going to in, in, invest in technology because you didn't have a business problem. You didn't have a business objective. I just want to I just want to take a moment and just say holy cow Mike. I think anyone listening right here just within the last 25 minutes can not just feel the energy and hear the passion, but really I always hear the expertise come out. There's sometimes we do some of these interviews and we really latch on to the story of the person, we latch on to um maybe one piece of expertise that they have, but like, I mean, just across the board, every time I speak with you, Mike, just, it keeps going deeper and deeper. And which is why I'm so excited for the people listening right now, like to have access to someone like you at a round table session to where you can dive deep with them and really get hands on. So if you're hearing this right now, not only follow Mike on, on LinkedIn and where you post a ton of good stuff, but get access to him directly and get this expertise up close and personal at the event in September. I I really only have one last like I only have one last question because like I I actually enjoy listening. This is one of those those talks where I enjoy listening more than I like speaking. But for someone that you, is, you also have to pull up that card too. So don't forget you're gonna have to give them that roulette thingy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. My well, that actually good point there, Angel. I was actually gonna ask you, Mike, for someone that is sitting in front of you at our Cleaning Profits event in September, um, what's something that they can expect? What, and what's one thing that you want them to walk away with? Um, like what's one, one goal or objective that you have for that person that's across the table for you that you want them to walk away with ultimately? Well, I, I think that uh, the most important part is 
it's not my event. And, and realistically, you're, you're hosting, it's not really your event. It should be the event for all the attendees. So I want them to come there and saying, I'm not coming to a canned presentation, a canned event. And, and I think I could speak on behalf of all the, you know, the roundtable people that, you, you know, garbage in, garbage out. So come prepared. Come prepared with specific questions or specific uh, concerns, problems that they may have, et cetera. That's why I welcome that. Think of it as, as their event and, and you're facilitating that for it. And as I am is a, is a conduit, a tool that, that you're using behind the scenes. So it's their event. Come prepared and ask the question. And the other thing that I, I, I offer and I'll uh, talk about at the event is that a very simple uh, assessment that, yeah, there's over 140 things. So it takes a while to, to learn it all. But uh, in 10 to 12 minutes, they'll be able to do an assessment and, and of their own operation. So they'll have, uh, I believe it's 24 multiple choice questions and there's five choices per question, and they could pick the best answer for themselves. At the end, they'll, they'll get in, insight by just doing the assessment. They're going to say, oh, man, I didn't realize there was these considerations. And it's, sometimes it's a little bit subtle. Okay, I'm using a dispenser with uh, uh, tips, or I'm using a, a tips or any adductor, and there's no labels required because the dispenser used the labels from the jugs. A nuance, but it's very, very important if you need to change out products because of smoke and fires, or if you need to change out fire because of a, a COVID or a, a other pathogen thing, um, outbreak. So they'll learn from doing the, the assessment and then they'll say, okay, here's my information from 24 questions. Um, imagine what we would have got from all 140, but they'll get the insights and that's at no charge. So they invest 10 or 15 minutes, they'll get a free report and they could definitely walk away with valuable information if they just pick one of those things and implement it I guarantee, I guarantee that they'll improve their uh, operations, either results or same results at a lower cost. Or the same results at a lower cost. I'm glad that you threw that in there too. Um, I don't know if you guys, uh, for those listening, you guys have kind of, if you haven't caught the trend, I'll make it obvious, but I mean, you've been hearing these these uh, speakers roundtable uh, recordings here um, to, to really get, get to show y'all who's attending our event. But you keep hearing something similar and all these people say, get yourself there, get yourself prepared. And most importantly, like they say, we're just basically a tool for you all uh, for those two and a half days. Like they're just, they're here to serve. And we made that very clear when we, when we spoke to them about participating. And, you know, Mike is literally just coming out to serve. Nothing more, nothing less. And, and I absolutely love that because I think sometimes you go to events and it turns into like pitch fest from everybody and there's a bunch of like expos and booths and then you're like you lose the point of what you said mike which is you come prepared you know what you need and you walk out with the answers that you need and then you start implementing the answers the to your questions right and so uh, just you highlighted it everybody so i'm like okay everybody make sure you understand that when we're picking these roundtable leaders and the speakers and the vi uh, the panels that we're doing they're here with one intention and the intention is clear and that's to serve you. Like how often do you get to any, go to an event where people just literally show up to serve you? Nothing else, not, not like literally there for you. One, one important thing that I didn't address, but I, I um, it's important and I'm sure you talk about it when you do your one-on-ones is the intimacy of the event. They're not mm -hmm. going to an event where there's 10,000 other people. Here's a chance. Learn from the, from the, uh, uh, you know, uh, Roundtables, learn from the expert panel, but learn from each other. 
you know, you're, they're going to be surrounded with other leaders. And, and just think of it. The people that have come to this event are not going to be the followers. They're going to be the early adopters of cleaning operations. At the end of the day, you know, but the followers are going to those other events out there where they want to be with the uh, uh, 10,000. They want to go look at different, but you know, leaders don't need that. we got this thing called a computer and, and Google. If I want to look at you know, electrostatic sprayers. I could figure out all, all of them. I could do my own research. So the point is, yeah, come prepared. Come prepared to listen. Come prepared to challenge. Come prepared to debate the the, the, the leaders, but also each other get into that, uh, you know, uh, discussion because they're all experts. Because if they weren't at an expert as a, as a cleaning operation or BSC, Angel, James, they wouldn't be coming to your event. 100%. They're going to come up with all these other excuses. Why, oh, it's too expensive. I don't have the time. I'm going to this other event, blah, 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 blah. That if they're going to, the ones that are going to be there are going to recognize the value that they're going to get from, from everything, from the, it, from the event itself, but mostly by networking with other experts. And then they could do what I said at the beginning of the conversation, is verify and validate. They're going to say, hey, I heard this crazy idea from this one person over here. What do you think? Yeah, we're doing it. And here's the results we're getting. So they could get verification. They get validation of that information. But they're going to get out of it what they put into it. They want to come um, in as a riding the bus or they want to come in as and as driving that bus. And, and, and if it was my operation, I've got my business issues, my business concerns, frustrations, my desires. I'd come there prepared with my questions, what I'm trying to get out of it, and I'd, and I'd just soak up as much information those two days as possible. Boom. I'm going to have him start selling this event. <laughs> there you go. And that, and <laughs> that's that's I, all yeah, the profitable, uh, profitable leaders just cheering Mike on right there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but he's he, he's right. If if you don't know if you should come, just ask yourself: Am I a leader? Or am I a follower? Am I a first adopter? Or am I just gonna go into these big events and hide myself behind all these numbers right here? You're gonna get you're gonna shed some light on stuff. But James, um, Mike, we have this thing now that James implemented, and it's basically a deck of cards of questions of the podcast. Everything goes kind of. It's still PG thirteen, right? It's not gonna. It's gonna be all professional we'll find out i think i i don't know what's in those cards but are you open to just a random question from james sure. and we'll close out the episode this way sure all right awesome. let's see mr harper what, what comes out of it question roulette one question we never ask it again on the show and we don't have any idea what's going to come out of this box <laughs> give us one <laughs> <His> laughs <laughs> give us one life lesson as if you were coaching us one-on-one -on -one. one life lesson one life lesson would be is to surround yourself with people that are better than you smarter than you that's going to take you you're never going to to uh to you know, to uh, climb a mountain or or, or 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 get the skies with a deflated balloon. So you want that big balloon. So surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, that are 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 um, driven more than you, and, and that's how you're going to succeed. And 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 you you connect with them, and and you're going to do so much better than if you surround yourself with yes people. You're going to surround yourself with people that are. That you that you had an ego that you're better than them or you think you're better than them, et cetera. But it's the people that you surround yourself with, and it becomes not not just uh you know in one dimension. It's got to be 
your business life, your social life, your spiritual life, et cetera, that diversity. And the greater the diversity, you know, that you have, the greater the opportunity to, to get better yourself and, and, and learn. But it's got to be they everybody can contribute. And diversity is important, but make sure that that you're always searching for who can I add to my circle circles, I should say, that 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 uh, that are that much better that I can learn from them as opposed to, you know, having people that you think you're smarter than them and they all you're there to, to teach them. Go there to learn. Don't go there to teach. Boom. I, I think that's the mic drop moment there. That's a great answer to a really loaded question there. So, hey, if you guys enjoyed this episode, Mike, we're going to tag all of your profiles, website, LinkedIn below. Um, but I'm super excited to shake hands with you in September. I'm also super excited to shake hands with the people that are going to attend your roundtable session in September as well. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this, guys, uh, cleaningprofits.com, link below. Um, get get a hangout with Mike and really learn from the best of the best. So thank you so much, Mike, for your time and expertise and, and can't wait for September 12th through the 14th to get here, man. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Mike. Likewise, I look forward to, uh, to uh, meeting each and every one of the attendees and, and um, I'm going to come prepared to, to give as much as, as uh, they want to receive. Awesome. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Take care, guys.